Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Happy National One-Hit Wonder Day. John Grayson's missing out on this today, uh, out for the week. EJ Becker is here. You're bouncing around and dancing over there. Well, yeah, because he's playing the intro to the song, and I'm like, what is this? This is a one-hit wonder I don't even know, and then it hits the hook, and off we go. So I'm good. Yeah, it's you're very quickly going to realize why many of this were, were one-hit wonders, and feel free to keep these coming in on the text line. We'll play them today. Vanilla Ice, one-hit wonder, and he's still making money off of it. So part of it, yeah, you just need a one hit. That's all you need. And then you're good. Who's the guy with the daughter who was all over Disney and now is tattooed and swings naked on balls. What's her name? (laughs) Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. That guy was a one hit wonder. Billy Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play some Billy Ray. He had a few other hits. I mean, achy breaky heart was the one big one. I want my mullet back. Oh my. Isn't that him? Oh my. We don't need to play the songs. We'll just have Colin. Yeah, exactly. I can just Colin. sing all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. For National One Hit Wonder Day, Colin will now sing the One Hit Wonders for the rest of the show. Billy Ray Cyrus had a really, it wasn't as big of a hit, but he did a really, he's just got a great voice. He just, that hit ruined him because then nothing else that he did was ever going to be that big. But he did a song called It Could Have Been Me that's like reflecting back on, you know, the person that you kind of ruined it with and then moved on to somebody else and you're looking at that going, that could have been me. Okay. It, it, it more of a ballady kind of a thing as I make up words. But um, but yes, Achy Breaky Heart definitely was the one that everybody remembers him for. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you want he, us to play some, feel free. built an empire on it. One song created this empire and a launching pad for his daughter that she might never have otherwise had. Didn't Billy Ray Cyrus go on and do some acting? Maybe. After that, I think. Well, I didn't he do a... Same as Tim McGraw kind of went on and has done anything. Oh, I don't know. Tim McGraw actually was decent in Yeah, he did he The Blind did. Side and yeah. some other stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is he going to do the follow-up where they get sued? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's got a new album out. Didn't you and I talk about this, Colin? I sent yeah. you an acoustic version of something um, he just came out yeah, with. Yeah, I, I played one of his songs last week. Okay. I think on Friday when John was gone. Okay. From the new album. We'll slip some of, we'll slip some of that stuff in this week. All right, 913-586-7798. Um, not related to a particular news story, um, but there was something I was watching over the weekend and a conversation that a couple of us were having that God is talking about if there is a particular gift that you always give for an occasion. Um, there was someone that I saw that always for a baby shower gives this thing. Um, and so do you have that? We've never talked about that before, about whether you have a standard gift that you always give, be it graduation, if it's a gift that you give your child or your significant other every year, if it's always the same thing, um, if it's for a new baby, is there is there something you always give and why did you pick that thing? 
and you had several examples. 913-586-7798. I, um, when I was a little boy, the first stuffed animal I got, apparently now we call them stuffies. Okay. The first stuffy I, like I got was a blue teddy bear. And it had a little music box in it. You could wind it up, and I'll be darned if I know where it is. I have so many of my toys from my childhood. I do not have my blue teddy bear, which makes me really sad. But the day EJ was born, I walked in that hospital with a blue teddy bear. When my nephew was born, he got a blue teddy bear. So we always give blue teddy bears to boys because that's what I got when I was born. I like that. That's cool. Is there a gift that you always give him every year? Is there a tradition? Yeah. Is there, like some people give their kids books in a series every year Oh, or something like that. We, uh, you can call it a gift if you want to. We always travel to a beach on his birthday. Mm -hmm. So we've always done that. I don't know that we do that now in first grade because we're getting serious now, right? I mean, we're racking up uh, uh, grades here toward college. Well, his birthday's in February. You can't just pull him out of school for a week in February now. They don't like that as much in first grade. I was going to say, they were fine with it in kindergarten. I'm not so sure about first grade, but... um, no, beyond that, no, there's nothing. Stephanie, I try to follow. I always look at the list of what's the right gift or the oh. traditional gift on this and such an anniversary. Okay. I, this is the first year I didn't do that. Didn't um, give her something there. Yeah, some of you were texting in. Give us a call, 913-586-7798. I just think this is interesting. Um, we were talking about this off the air, that I come from a family of jewelers, for those who didn't know that, that I'm generations of my family were gemologists and owned jewelry stores for a living. And so my mom, when I was a baby, started for me a pearl necklace. And every year at Christmas, she would give me pearls to add to that necklace with That's the neat. idea that I would eventually have that um, as an adult. In our family, when the girls were born, I got a pink diamond ring when I was born because any any <laughs> there were a lot of boys first, and then I was the first granddaughter after 12 boys or something like that on my mom's side. So it became... Every girl gets like the pink diamond when they're born, things like that. Um, I just think that's I just think that's cool. Some of you were texting in about like graduates. Somebody said graduates get a check for the year they graduate, like twenty three dollars for twenty twenty three. Oh, I feel bad for whoever graduated in two thousand one <laughs> in your family. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you ever and is that like even for college? Or is it is it just for high school? Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Roger's on the line in Olathe. Hey Roger. Hey there! Thanks for uh, taking the call. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, we, my parents used to do it, and then we started doing it. Uh, we give uh, newborns a fifty-dollar uh, savings bond, a Series E bond. You have to order them now from the banks, but you know they cost twenty-five dollars. But in you know eight or nine years, they're fifty dollars. And my kids got a bunch of them to the tune of almost. Uh, like 40 of them at one point from our different family members. So it's something that isn't just going to be, that's going to be sitting on the shelf or a keepsake. It's something that they can maybe use later in life. Cause I think uh, we held on to the ones for our kids until they got out of college and finally gave them to them when they got their own apartment or house. So it's, it's one of those things that ends up paying, even though it's a slow roll because of the interest rates, but it does eventually pay itself off. Well, now it's a good gift to give, given where interest rates are on savings accounts. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for taking the call. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate you getting in. EJ EJ received several of these gifts when he was born as a young boy. Uh, One of the gifts from one of our colleagues who we have worked with for years in uh, in radio and media, she always gives a step stool 
So he has a monogrammed I love that. step stool. That's so great. I'm going with Pottery Barn okay. sort, of, sort of thing. But uh, I was so, when, when she said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you, you know, what I always give and all that. And it shows up and you're, you've got this box and this is odd size, this odd shape. You know, but I was like, it's so, it's, it's a beautiful step stool uh, with, and it says EJ on it. And it's so cool. I, lo- I love that so much, particularly as a more petite person. I just love that because every kid's going to need that. I mean, every kid as they right. are growing up is going to need a step stool. Right. That is super cool. 913-586-7798. Dan's next up in North KC. Hey, Dan. Did I hit a button wrong? Again. Dan? Hey, guys. How oh, are there you, you go. go. Sorry, that was totally my fault. I always hit the wrong button. Hi, Dan. Oh. Uh-oh. Dan, this is not my fault now. Dan? Okay. Um, I don't know if he's... We don't know. But feel free to give us a call back there if you'd like. He was going to talk. Oh, yeah, he had a cool idea. Good friend of ours from Lee Summit. Um, always gives a sheep's wool blanket... And it is monogrammed with EJ's with EJ's full name, so not just EJ, but the full name written on it. And it's it's sort of baby size. He still has it. He still loves it. He still cuddles up with it. Still uses it. And it's one of those things. If if he should go on to have EJ the fifth, uh-huh. that's one of those things. It's a keepsake that he can hold on to and use, you know, for his son. Do people still do the savings bond? I know we had the caller that talked about it, but is that still a gift that people give? In general, you don't hear about that anymore, about people giving savings bonds. Last time I got it, my grandparents always gave us a savings bond at Christmas, $25 series double E uh, uh, savings bond at Christmas. And so I would guess the last time I got one of those was roughly 40 years ago. So I'm going with no on that one. People don't give savings bonds. If you do, I would love to talk a little bit more about that. 913-586-7798. If you want to weigh in here, feel free. EJ Becker in for John Grayson. Be back here in just a couple of minutes on KMBZ. You're welcome. We're sorry to all of you that are going to have this stuck in your head now for the rest of the day. Um, Colin's picking them, the one-hit wonders for one-hit wonder day. EJ Becker in for John Grayson. So we're talking about the gift. If there is a thing that you always give as a gift for an occasion, we've had a lot of these coming in. Um, Dan, who we weren't able to get on the phone there, texted in. And I wish he was able to get in um, via phone, but he said, my girlfriend and I discovered very early on in our relationship, we both love Beauty and the Beast, the movie. Belle became her pet name. Every year since I've given her a Belle-themed ornament for her Christmas tree. Cool. Aw. Collectively, aw. That's really sweet. That's really cool. That's the... And and how do you pick that thing that becomes the thing that you end up giving for all of that? We'll go to the phones here. Uh, Michael's hanging on in Lenexa. Hey, Michael. Hey, how you doing? Um, Hey, for anybody that's graduating high school, my wife and I always get them one of those prepackaged tool sets. You know, the ones you get at Walmart for like 110 tools so they have a hammer and a screwdriver and a wrench so when they go they go to college they have it for their dorm room but it's kind of just a very practical thing for high school graduates i love it that's a great idea who doesn't need that that's that's something we all are going to use in fact now (laughs) a lot of us still need that it reminds me of a gift stephanie's father before he passed away would always give stephanie and mary every year for christmas they would get a full gallon of windshield wiper fluid (laughs) that's great that became an annual tradition windshield wiper fluid because he was so sick and tired of them when they were 16 and 17 and taking his windshield wiper fluid and putting it in their car Uh, that's yeah it's so practical but it absolutely makes sense a couple of you on the text line have said you give silver dollars that's cool for birthdays i have to ask a dumb question do those 
gain value beyond just yeah because of the if silver the, it's worth more if they have silver i believe if you get silver dollars that are minted today or minted since pick the year i don't know that they have silver in them okay i don't know that they increase in value like you're thinking i have silver dollars that i could take and sell for the silver and get more than clearly get more than a dollar for them that's what i wonder otherwise why give that they they must increase in value i think you give them because they're cool they're just we don't especially today i mean yeah. we don't you how do you I've got a boy with no piggy bank because we don't use cash. He has one, but yeah. There's, right. I, I mean, there's nothing. I had a great grandfather that every Sunday after church would go over to Granddaddy Oswald's house. And he, as we were leaving after we'd had a candy bar and one of those tiny bottles of Coke, he would give mm -hmm. us, maybe it was a nickel, maybe it was a quarter, maybe it was a dime. Take it home. I would put it in my elephant piggy bank. I eventually used that money to buy Stephanie's engagement ring. Wow. I okay. saved those coins all those years for that. And so EJ doesn't have that because the world has gone plastic. Mm -hmm. So silver dollars, I think, are still cool. That's a great gift. I would much rather you give me 25 silver dollars than the savings bond, even though I understand the process of it being worth more in 10 years. I can do something with those silver dollars today. They're tactile. Speaking of the savings bonds, good transition here. I think we're going to learn more about it. Anne calls us up from KCK. Hi, Anne. Hi. I'm just calling. I like to do piggy banks, but like the gentleman said just before me, that doesn't work too good anymore. But anyhow, I have another thing real quick. Savings bonds. My husband and I were married 55 years, and he bought we bought two savings bonds every uh, pay period, and we had two pay periods in a month. And we cashed them in when they come due, which is 30 years. And believe you me, it's worth the effort. It's a good way to save, and you don't ever miss it because you don't get it. It goes to, you know, it went directly to the bank to purchase the savings fund for us when we could buy them at the bank yet. But it's my understanding now you have to go through the IRS. Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay. Thanks, Ann. Appreciate okay. you getting in. You're welcome. Good information. Well, that'll pretty much take care of uh, ever buying a savings bond, right? Because <laughs> who's going to willingly contact the IRS? Right. All right. Thanks to everybody for getting in. That was just fun. Uh, and some of the cool ideas were coming in as well. All right. We approached this, nest, uh, this next topic carefully so as not to make Colin mad at us. But there were multiple stories out over the weekend highlighting the same study about when children start to swear and the best response to it. And they're all highlighting, um, there's one stat in particular that a lot of them are picking up on. There was a U.S. study found that by the time children start school, they have the rudiments of adult swearing, meaning about 42 taboo words wow. by the time they start school. Wow. If you are going to call, I'm I just going to caution you. Words. 913-586-7798. Don't say anything that Colin has to dump. We don't like that. But it got us into a conversation, and, and there's a lot of advice now out about this, about what to do and how to respond when you notice your kids starting to swear. And EJ and I were talking off the air about, I think there's like two categories of words. There's the, the obvious, mm -hmm. maybe three categories. Mm -hmm. There's the obvious, like we can't say on the air words. There's the FCC words. Right. Then there's the words that adults say and that we know are swear words, but that eh, we know they're bad. And then there's the other category of stuff that I think varies from parent to parent, like the word hate or things like that. 
um, that you hate someone or shooting or murder, like some of that kind of stuff. And I think it's interesting how that varies a little bit. But what do you do when your kids swear? What's how, how do you how do you temper it? I think it's interesting how you break it up into the words that are actually swear words. Right. The mm-hmm. words we can't say in in front of these microphones. Yes. But I, uh, I'm much more on guard, I think, for words like hate and stupid and kill and shoot. And those are things that I approach immediately with EJ. Uh, and, and I tell him why. Do I do I tell him he can't say the word hate? No. But I explain that hate is a very strong word and that perhaps he doesn't quite know yet when to use that word because it is such a strong distaste for something that you got to watch it and kill and shooting those sorts of words. Those are words. I just flat out tell him, you know, he'll be joking around playing and say, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, you cannot say that because if you say that in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're done. You had no malicious intent. You just said it and boom. And sometimes I wonder where he gets these things. He doesn't play video games. Mm-hmm. He doesn't certainly doesn't play violent video games. He doesn't watch violence on TV. He has limited screen time. I sometimes wonder, and is it at school that he's getting this stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because the other thing that these studies don't get into that we should talk about is often kids learn them from their parents. Mm-hmm. It's, it's by example that you don't think they're listening. Right. Or... You know, you do your best to police your mouth, but sometimes stuff slips out. And, and so that's where they hear it. And kids get that in their head and they know it's wrong. They know they're not supposed to say it. So, of course, they're going to say it more. So how do you get your kid to stop? And one of the things they get into in this is there's a reaction and then a response. And they said the reactions are instantaneous and impulsive. You have to just immediately react to that. And they say try to stay away from that. Do what you do, which is the response, Mm -hmm. which is a slower, more deliberate, more controlled approach. Explain to them why it's not okay. I usually ask him to repeat it first. Tell me again what you just said. And Mm -hmm. part of that is, A, 30 plus years in radio, bad hearing. And B, EJ doesn't always speak as clearly as as he could or should. And so I get the repeat and that gives me time to think. That takes care of the reaction time so that you have the response time. And then, yeah, then we just talk about whatever it is. And sometimes it's curse word. You know, sometimes it's a bad, very rarely is it a bad word. And then I tell him that's just not how we talk. Those are words we don't use. If other people choose to use them, fine. But we don't use those words. And and that's it. And then it goes away. I think Knock it's funny, wood. too. Right. Still, today it goes away. I mean, it's going away next year. Do you swear in front of your parents, adults? Do you swear in front of your parents? Um, this is weird for me, but I don't, uh, maybe because I do this every day, and because I was a teacher, I don't swear a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the air, I don't. I just don't swear a lot. And and there are certain words that I absolutely almost never say that my mom will say in front of me. And I'll like admonish her because I'm not used to hearing that. I don't say it. I'm not used to hearing it. I, for sure, I don't swear in front of my mom. How do you feel as an adult about like using that language with your parents? 913-586-7798. I stopped cursing six and a half years ago. Yes, that was probably a good move. And so it is, to me, it is a, a, a abrupt and surprising when you hear it in normal conversation. Yeah. It's just fascinating to me. Uh, we have callers on hold. Give us a couple minutes here. We'll get to your calls coming up next here on KMBZ.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. John Grayson out today. EJ Becker hanging out with us and talking about kids swearing, where they learn it, how you get them to stop. And as an adult, if we are the problem in this, because we don't police it. Text line, we are. We very rarely curse my working age daughters will. They know I don't approve so it isn't used as often as my pres- in my presence as it is elsewhere. But that's an interesting dynamic because I can still picture the look on my mother's face when I would use language she didn't approve of. Stephanie's mother is still alive and will – she doesn't go nuts. She doesn't melt down. But just certain words and she'll just – her face will go blank and she'll sort of just turn around and try to walk away. I mean, D's a trip anyway, but but mm-hmm. so that dynamic of cursing in front of your parents, I would imagine in many cases for many of us is something that we've all experienced. And then at some point you either stop it or you just decide, I don't care. I'm yeah. going to express myself this way. Yeah, I'm an adult. But when you have little kids, then you have to do more uh, to police that. And with that, we go to Donna in Overland Park. Hey, Donna. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for the call. Um. I have been, I was a teacher for 46 years, and I have young children, kindergarten, and I have to say that children learn from their parents. If parents are going to be using foul language, the child is going to pick up on that, even if you say, that's not a nice word. Yep. Because why is it okay for mommy and daddy to say that, but not me, if it's not a nice word? Another thought I had is, I am almost 70 years old, and I have never used a cuss word in my life because I value the fact that I have a high enough intellect that I can choose other forms of vocabulary. I like it. Yeah, it's not necessary. So I appreciate it. And I think he's right. Like if his little son comes home and talks about words like kill and hate at school, you had to sit down and have a calm conversation with them and say, you know, those are really, really tough words. And those are words that we don't use in our house because they're so hurtful. So um, next time your friend does that, You know, you don't have to say anything. Just don't comment back. Yes, I'm reminded. Thanks, Donna. I'm reminded of 
I heard it from Kelly Clarkson. I don't think she was the one to say it, but you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to respond to everything that's put in front of you. Yeah. And so it's kind of the same, the same idea. Yeah. It's, it's like, don't wrestle with pigs. <laughs> right. Because yeah. you're going to get muddy and the pig's going to have a ball. Yes. So same thing. No, it's, it is shocking to me sometimes when I hear, cause I'm, around small kids, younger kids now, much more than I ever was before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is shocking to me the things I hear come out of kids' mouths, and you know where it comes from. Seen it in my own family where, you know, other members of the family didn't watch their mouths from the day their child was born, and kids got a mouth on him and has since he was three, four, five. I remember the time I got a call from my mom and said, you wouldn't believe what this member of the family said. (laughs) <laughs> and she mm-hmm. was at a family gathering and she heard it. And I'm like, yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Because consider where they heard it. Mm-hmm. And yes, as they said in the study, just explain to them, respond, don't react. And then they are more likely to think about it and why they shouldn't use those words. So, But I think to me, Donna hit it on the head. Yeah. Donna hit it on the head. You have better words, choose better words. Yeah. If you don't want your child to curse, lead by example. That's a good place to stop. Thanks to everybody for getting in here. Uh, Moving on. BBC had this story this morning, uh, and there are several U.S. companies that fit under this bill. The newest perk at work is companies that are paying for employees' vacations, not just for the time. They're doing that, too. They're giving you the paid time off. But they also are paying you to go on vacation. I got a list of them in front of me. Flex Jobs had a list of 12 companies that are giving you what is kind of a travel credit. It's like an amount that you can put toward vacation every year. Uh, But they said perks have changed post-COVID-19. And one of the things that stands out as an incentive, because we're still trying to keep the employees that we have, is handing out four-figure budgets for employees to see the world. Uh, So some of the examples here, Airbnb, this is going to be how obvious. Some of these are travel companies, and that makes sense. Airbnb employees get $2,000 in travel credit every year. Uh, Expedia reimburses staffers up to $1,700 a year for travel expenses. And then other industries are coming up. Uh, Calendly, I can never pronounce that correctly, is a scheduling app that offers $1,000 stipend every year for vacations. Software company Bamboo HR offers what they call paid, paid vacations. I like that. With a $2,000 annual stipend to use toward travel. I like that as a perk. Why do we have such a hard time going on vacation? And and this helps. I mean, it helps with the money part. But it goes back to the fact that people don't take their time to go. Which I just don't understand. And here's, I think a lot of it comes back to something you mentioned to me. People are afraid of being replaced. People are afraid of being replaced. My first thought on that today, on September 25th, 2023, is I wouldn't worry so much about that because everybody's hurting for people. But there was always that concern um, um, in this industry where we've always worked. If I go on vacation, I know plenty of people who don't take vacation because they're afraid that the fill-in will get their job or this or that. Come on. You you got the job. You need the break. Do it. I've, I've never... I've, I've never actually heard of anyone going on vacation and getting replaced because they went on vacation. No, but um, I could see your boss not telling you that was the reason, right? Like they know the fear is that they can get by without you, that, that they, you know, that they don't miss you. And if they don't miss you, then you come back. 
And in the next round of cuts that your company makes, which still happens, you're going to be one of the ones to go because they realized for that week or two, this is the fear. I don't think that this is um, true necessarily, but the fear is they're going to remember they did okay without you for the week or two. You're going to be the one that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good uh, friend to me say to me once, I can, I can get more money. I can't get more time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jamie is Jamie and I are very much the same in this and, and have been since we met each other 16, 17 years ago. I'm using every minute of that vacation time because I can I can get another job if they decide to fire me because I took vacation. I'll find another job. I, I'm not going to get that time off again. Mm-hmm. If you don't take it, though, if you don't take your time, what's the reason? 913-586-7798. I think money is a part of it. I'm in several Facebook groups for travel, and and that question was asked, saying, let's have the conversation about people that have interest in travel but don't go. Part of it is just it's not cheap to be able to go. Now, this is why I do the points and miles game, because I think there's free money out there that you can take advantage of. But you got to be good at that game. Yep. Um, and you got to be good at paying everything off on time because the second you get an interest charge, you've just ruined whatever benefit you earned yep. from having those cards. Money is a part of it. I think logistics is a part of it. I think if you have kids, are you going to go by yourself or take the kids? Sometimes it's hard for people. It's harder for people to be gone from work than it is to just work. Everything you have to set up for you to be gone is difficult for some people. What are those reasons? Um, because as you mentioned, if you don't have the money to go somewhere, staycation which is not a term I love, but just take the time off, unplug from work, and just do stuff at home. Right. Do stuff at home. Visit. I mean, we've talked about this for years. Vacation in your own city. This town is fantastic. And there's so much within an hour's drive of this town to go check out and do. Yeah, it's um, it's just a shame that the, that fear of being replaced is because we need, man, now more than ever – People need the break mm-hmm. and it's, you can't wait until you absolutely burn out to take the break when you're forced to, I mean, especially with the stresses now and post COVID-19, which we don't talk enough about, about the lingering effects of that and the stress that comes with that. Um, but yeah, the number of people that just take their work with them and that have a hard time going. And I like that some companies are saying, okay, if money's the issue, we'll give you $2,000 towards your trip. Yeah. And. I, I, if you, if, God bless companies that do that sort of thing, because you know we can get it. We got into this argument or talk discussion last week about Ford and Chevy mm-hmm. and uh, Stellantis, and the CEOs make all the money, and it doesn't get passed down to these uh, to to the guys who are actually building the cars. Here are some cases where people have said, "All right, let's give a little more, let's give a little extra," and that's that's the way it should be. So, if your company paid you, would you go? If you were one of these companies, I mean, $2,000 isn't a ton, but that would pay for a decent amount of a trip. That would pay for a hotel for a trip or two, depending on where you are. Would you go then? $2,000 will cover most of a ticket to New Zealand approaching um, uh, not shoulder season, high season, right? I mean, you can get beyond that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, $2,000 is a good chunk of your airfare anywhere in the world. Now all you got to do is worry about the hotel mm-hmm. and the food and whatever tours you want to do. Knock two grand off your budget. Holy cow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and so what needs to happen then, I feel like the conversation needs to shift toward bosses and companies 
making it important for their employees to get the break yeah. and relieving them of the fear of being replaced while you're gone and realizing they need the mental break, but they might need a little push toward taking it. The mental break is right. Making sure they understand um, that you are valued. We're giving you this extra incentive. And by the way, you're going to do this job better and we're yeah. all going to be happier when you get back. Yeah. 913-586-7798. We'll go to the phones. Tom has called us up out of Bonner Springs. Hey, Tom. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Great. Thanks for the call. Love the show. Uh, my, my wife and I both worked in health care until she just she passed away recently here in January. Oh, we're sorry. But uh, we 20 years that we were in health care, we were able to wrangle three weeks about every six years. We get about one week every six years to go somewhere. Most of the time they bought back the vacation or they would just say, hey, we're going to sell the company. Everybody's losing their vacation, so either take it or lose it. But administrators and managers and DONs could not go at all. And the one week we went to Yellowstone, I had to come down out of the camp every day and call with the $300 uh, pile of cash in my pocket they gave me in case I had to come back. That's for just any reason whatsoever. But in 20 years in healthcare. It doesn't matter what the business was. You, there was no time to ever take a vacation. You could accrue it, but you would be denied vacation regularly because there's always some stressor that's holding the company in fear. So I finally had to move into a different branch of healthcare just for my own health. But it's that hard to get a vacation even when you've earned it. Good for you for doing that, by the way, for going into a different part of healthcare then where you could go because it's important. But yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I just thought of all the time she and I wasted all the places we wanted to go. We missed the family Hawaii, the family Alaska, the family Colorado, the family Texas. We made it to Great Lakes once. We made it to Yellowstone once, and we made it to uh, Rocky Mountain once in 20 years. Wow. Yeah, so anyway, I encourage anybody, if they're offering you money, grab it and go. Absolutely go, because the building, the building and the owner and the company will be there long after you are. There's no need to hang yourself like we did. Yeah. Anyway, that's mine. So thank you, guys. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you getting in. Text line, I work for a company with 10 employees. Nobody does what I do, so I can really never unplug. I'm headed to Vermont on Friday. Fall colors, good for you. Mm -hmm. And I already told them, I'm not taking my laptop. I need this vacation. They can get by for two working days. Gosh, wonder if you might have to extend if you had a problem <laughs> with your flight and needed to extend it out a little bit. And they might have to go three or four working days. Good for you. Enjoy it. Yeah, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine. Let's get another call on here. Nathan's in KCK. Hey, Nathan. Hello. Um, I think that another reason that people don't take vacation is because they um, are addicted to work. Uh, they tie um, their self worth to their product pro productivity. Um, and uh, I guess one of the, a good example is a documentary called American Factory. I recommend people to watch that documentary. Uh, and, yeah, just people being addicted to work and thinking that they're not enough if they're not doing something. And then once they have free time, they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. People that define themselves by what they do for a living and getting away from it, they don't know who they are. Thanks a lot for the call, Nathan. appreciate you getting in. I think I go back to uh, the, the coach of... Penn State. Remember when he got fired, there was all that controversy at Penn State. He was dead within how many months? Yeah. Because he's the coach of Penn State. He didn't have any – I know he got cancer and he was sick, but he didn't – there was nothing else. I know – I have known plenty of people who 
are pilots. And that was their central thing. Mm -hmm. I'm a pilot for an airline and this is what I do. And that's how I define myself. And so I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I think it's true. Uh, we have callers on hold. Give us a couple minutes here. We'll take a break. We'll wrap with your calls next on KMBZ. Back here with you on a Monday, EJ Becker in for John Grayson today. Uh, we were talking about an increasing number of companies that are giving as a perk an incentive to keep employees money toward their vacation, not just paid time off, but actual $2,000 to put toward the cost of a trip. It got us into talking about why people don't take their time off. You are allocated vacation time. Why don't you take it? Here's a really good one under the text line. I don't, and I, I've heard this story before. I don't take my vacation time because we don't have backup. So if I'm gone, I come back to the stuff that I didn't do while I was out. Yeah. So it's not worth it to have the time off to have to work harder later. Yeah. And you mentioned this too. Everything you have to do in the run up to the vacation. Yeah. To make sure you're covered at work as well. 913-586-7798. Curtis is next up at a KC. Hey, Curtis, thanks for hanging on. Hey, how's it going? I, uh, I personally, I've burned my more vacation days than I can even remember because I work paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, and I don't, I count on my overtime every week. So if I take vacation time, I don't get my overtime. So then I'm short on my paycheck, and so now my bills don't get paid. So I can't even afford to do a staycation, as people call it. Huh. I wish I had good advice for that. That's I, That idea of overtime pay is coming in a lot on the text line, that you miss out on the overtime yeah. pay possibility. Yeah, it's rough because, yeah, I mean, if you, you know, like me, every paycheck, I get 10 hours overtime. If I miss that, I, I'm, I, 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 I can't pay bills. Yeah, um, that's a shame. I, I wish there was a, a good answer to that, but uh, we yeah. feel you. Thanks. I appreciate you and Curtis. Um, the other part of this is those of you that own businesses or work for yourself. That's what my dad was. My dad owned an HVAC business. And the only vacation we ever took as a family every year when I was a kid was the one week a year that he would take off. And he was a one man band. The one week a year that he was willing to be gone, acknowledging that he's going to lose business while we're that his his clients then may call somebody else because he did commercial work. And we went fishing in northern Minnesota. That was his thing was we took the took the boat up and saw my grandparents. And that was hard for him to take that one week. Because if you don't work, you're not getting paid. Right. And anybody who is self-employed, anybody who is self-employed, 90%, that's going to be the story. And if you take that time off, that's it. I remember my dad. My dad was an attorney, self-employed. And I remembered him telling me that it's not the problem that if we take vacation right now that I'm not going to have money next week. He said six months from now, I'm not going to have money. He said it all stretches out. So he said, we do it now. I got a problem down the road. And it would take him, he would, when we, on the rare occasion that we would take vacation, he'd start arranging his trial calendar, all these sorts of things, six, nine months in advance to make room um, um, for that vacation. So yeah, it's interesting. You, that's a totally different perspective. Now to think back, we didn't take the annual family vacation. The our, Few and far between were our vacations, and I'll, that's a huge reason why. Yeah, the other thing that comes up is, and somebody said this too, that um, if you don't live near family, your vacation time is spent going to visit family. Sure. I've, I've never been, I've never lived so far away from home that I can't just go do it in a weekend or a long weekend. Right. But I have several friends that are like that who say, I can't go do a leisurely vacation every year because 
this is the only time for me to go see family. Mm-hmm. You're still taking the time off, but you're, that is your time to go see your parents, particularly if your parents are aging. I mean, that's, and that's a whole other thing is that responsibility. And so you're taking the time to go and, and deal with those responsibilities. Um, yeah. Some of you are saying, take your, take your time. You don't know how much time you're going to be given. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. Um, real quick here while we have a couple of minutes, Lenexa police came out with a warning that they posted right before we went on the air here just to pass this on saying there's been a rash of daytime car break-ins lately in which thieves are targeting purses left in the car. (laughs) Um, So they don't say it in here, but a lot of times what happens is your car's unlocked or you left the keys in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, this has occurred at parks, athletic fields, soccer and baseball and a daycare Uh, The crime only takes a second to commit, but it is preventable. If thieves see something of value inside, they will steal it, take valuables with you, or lock them in the trunk or the rearmost part of the vehicle. Don't make it easy for them. Don't don't make it easy. So, and I don't know why right now this is happening. I don't know, but this crime of opportunity, this stuff goes on in broad daylight. I know the story of of, uh, someone who drove, doesn't drive it anymore, uh, what I would call a modern-day muscle car. Okay. Crime of opportunity. Stolen in broad daylight. Stolen in broad daylight, and, you know, nothing they could do about it. The car that brought the um, that brought the bad guys who took it, no license plates, everything blacked out. Everything's on camera. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, the car that I have right now, when I get, I don't know if it's 10 feet, but when I get a certain distance away from my car, it locks itself. Yeah, exactly. Very fancy. It's fantastic. But the car that I had before this was a 2009 Chevy Cobalt that yeah. did not have that feature at all. And the only time I've ever had trouble with a vehicle living on the plaza was I was parked on Summit Street and I did lock it and I went inside thinking I was going to go back out. I spaced out. I forgot I got sidetracked. I didn't go do it. And sometimes people just come by and they'll just pull on door handles right. just to see what they can get into. And I had a leather jacket in the back seat, and that was it. And they took that. And I've never done that since then. And now I don't have to worry about it. But don't don't leave anything in plain sight. Never. The, the, Jamie's got a good point. Never assume your door handle's not going to get jiggled. Yeah. I assume that now. I mean, I assume somebody is going to. So I double check. There's a button there. And so you, I, I double see, check that. Still see piles of broken glass mm-hmm. uh, uh, there? Because when I lived on the plaza, I lived there for many years. Just piles of broken glass were a normal thing. They'd smash a window and grab whatever was in there and go. Yeah, um, my stepdad uh, lived in the country, and I'll never forget when I first met him, and for the entire time that I knew him, again, they're out in the country, but he would just leave the keys in the ignition of his truck. Yeah. And my mom has gotten into that habit a little bit now, too, and it's a constant source of argument between us. (laughs) Like, take your keys. Is it that hard to take the keys in with you and not leave the keys sitting in the car? Can Can you not just lock your car and take them in with you? So it's... It's just something I can't imagine. But I, my my uncle is probably eighty one or eighty two, and still leaves his wallet under the seat of the car. Don't, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I guess if you grow up and you're not in the city, it's just a different thing. I don't get it. But when we're around here, be sure to uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing the rest of the day? Rest what, of the what, day. What's the big day? De- what's the big day? Well, uh, part of the rest of the day, we'll be uh, getting ready for Travel Tuesday tomorrow. Travel Tuesday on uh, uh, Kansas City's Morning News. And then uh, I have a date with a two-wheeled machine with a chain on it. Bicycle. Yes. Had to think about that for a second. And, uh, and then um, I got to go get the boy. And, well, we got soccer practice this afternoon and a couple other things that he wanted to do. Fun. And so 
Uh, I will spend much of the rest of the day being dad. Well, enjoy that. I um, absolutely love it. Thank you for being here. Wednesday morning, I'll be back. Wednesday morning, you'll be back. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll be back in the next hour here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.